Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Okay, welcome to Fat Mascara. I am Jess. You are Jess, and I am Jen, and I'm just excited. It's like we're back in our interviews, all set up, new ones for 2021, and we're starting out big. This is a major, major interview. We are very excited to bring you our conversation with Jane Fonda. I mean, talk about icon. I do. This is that word gets thrown around a lot. I think this woman deserves it. She's. I mean, 
you probably know who she is, but she's an actress, an author, an activist, a fashion and wellness icon for decades. So she grew up in New York City and attended Vassar College, went on to do some modeling. She appeared on the cover of Vogue twice before she became an actress, which I did not know until I did this research. She's been nominated for seven Academy Awards, one, two. And in the wellness world, which I think is very appropriate for this time of year, she's been known forever to be a wellness guru, but since the 80s because of her exercise videos. Jess, you're going to love this. In 1982, she released her exercise video called Jane Fonda's Workout. It went on to become the highest selling VHS videotape of all time. And I know you loved an exercise tape back in the day. So, oh, yeah. Um, we had them. <laughs> Let's talk about her activism because that's what she's really known for these days. She's an anti-war activist and feminist. Um, she co-founded the Women's Media Center with Gloria Steinem and Robin Morgan. That's an amazing organization you should look into. Um, you probably know her as an environmental activist as well. And in September, she actually released her most recent book, What Can I Do? The Truth About Climate Change and How to Fix It. And it was kind of through her work in environmentalism, which we'll talk about, that she decided to sign on as a spokesperson for Uncle Bud's, a wellness brand that makes products with hemp seed, oil, and CBD. And that's actually how we got the connection with her to bring her on the podcast, even though she's somebody Justin and I have admired for a while. So get this, after we interviewed her, Uncle Bud's was so excited that we did that, that they decided to give you guys a discount code. This isn't even an advertisement, and they wanted to give you 30% off your order. That's like a third off your order at Uncle Bud's, and the products aren't even that expensive. So to get your 30% off, go to Uncle Bud's website. It's unclebudshemp.com. Then enter the code JANE30 as all one word. I'll put a link to it on the blog. We're going to put it on social media. You'll get a discount. You could buy some masks, some of Jane's favorite products she'll talk about. Um, and just thank you to Uncle Bud's, and thanks to Jane. Let's do the interview. Jane Fonda just asked us why our podcast is called Fat Mascara, and I've never answered that more poorly. But now we're on the line with the icon herself. Hi, Jane. Welcome. Hi, Jen. Nice to see you. Hi, Jessica. Good to see you. Nice to see you. So like we said, it's beauty, but there's such deeper conversations to be had. But just to get into it, I wanted to ask you, like, what was your first experience with, I'm going to call them the trappings of beauty, like the first memory at a salon or the first time you smelled you know, a perfume, just that like got you into like, okay, this could be fun. I think I was 45 years old and a friend of my stepmother said to my stepmother, she's got to do something about her skin. <laughs> and so they sent me to a facialist here in Los Angeles, Aida Tibion. And I had my first facial and I thought, well, this is pretty cool. You were 45 when you had your first facial? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. You know, just an early, early to it, not a late bloomer at all. Has, <laughs> has, has your relationship with, with your appearance changed over the course of your life? Like when you looked at the mirror when you were a teen or in your <laughs> 60s and how you look now? Well, I suffered from pretty severe uh, body dysmorphia. So yes, it has changed a lot. I suffered from um, eating disorders from about the age of 16 to 43. And off so when and you would look, look in the mirror, what, what would go through your head? Well, I, I just, I thought I was too fat. I always thought I was too fat. You know, my, my dad used to, um, you know, everybody always blames it on the mothers. If it isn't one thing, it's a mother. But, uh, you know, it can be the father. I just, you know, watching the crown, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. With 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 uh, Princess Diane. Yeah, yeah. All it took for her was to have her boyfriend, Prince, whatever his name was, touch her waist and said, oh, a bit chubby, are we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that did it. Well, my father was always complaining to his w- wives, he had five, that um, I shouldn't wear dresses that were too short or I shouldn't wear bikinis or, you know, it was, he always thought I was too fat. So I always thought I was too fat. I got over it eventually, but yes, I, it's changed a lot. I don't, I'm careful about what I eat, but I'm not, um, I don't, I don't suffer from food addictions anymore. Some people think you can't get over them. You definitely can. Yeah. For I sure. Gonna, I was going to ask you, you know, how do people, I, I, so I've heard people talk about it, like alcoholism, like, you know, day by day, like you never really are are free. You know, how, how did you break free of that? Got over anxiety. If you're in a relationship that's inauthentic, that's, mm-hmm. that's not real, that's, that's where there's lying going on to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you know, if you have that tendency, well, you'll have some tendency. It'll either be shopping too much or having sex too much or drinking too much or whatever. And some people have an eating disorder. If you get rid of that kind of um, dishonesty and anxiety, then it's very possible for the eating disorder to go away. That's interesting. So you link it to something else, to a deeper root cause. Yeah, it's very deep. It's called Prozac. (laughs) Um, And is is that what changed your relationship? When you look in the mirror now, do you, are you happy with the way you look? I don't care. I'm I'm going to be 83 in about two days, <laughs> and you know if I still cared at my age, I care more. I tr- this is true. I care more about health. I know what will make me feel okay tomorrow. Having a martini today will make me feel not great tomorrow, so I don't have one. Mm. You know, so uh, I don't feel good when I've put on a lot of weight in the beginning of the uh, pandemic. You know, I put on, nobody else would have thought I had put on weight, but I knew and I didn't feel good. So I just lost it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're talking about weight, that, that makes me think of, you know, one of my most visceral memories with you. My first introduction to you was, you know, my mother had your exercise tapes. It was the 80s. This is what everyone did. And I'm curious when you look back and, you know, you obviously are a very big part of the, you know, wellness culture. We're going to get to CBD in a little bit, but you have a very, you know, keen perspective on what wellness is right now. When you, as, as a pioneer of, you know, fitness, wellness, the whole, you know, movement in the 80s and looking at it now where we are today, do you think, we've come far as a culture? Do you think we're still kind of like, you know, not the, the needle hasn't moved far enough? What's your perspective? I have no idea what's going on out there today. I have no idea. You just know your path to finding health. There's a tendency to overdo working out, like you have to be super sculpted and all that. And that's that's not good. I don't know if that's a thing or just... I see it from time to time, you know, but I, I, I don't know. Do you think there's as much pressure to be, you know, sort of aerobicized or, you know, to put it in like 2020, like Pilates eyes or, you know, I guess so. Green, green I mean, juice eyes. 
you see in movies and on television, you know, and the yoga has become a much bigger thing now, you know. So, I mean, most of my friends do yoga. Some do Pilates. Um, I, I, I mean, it, it's good. It's, it's good. It makes you feel good. It's good for your brain. It'll help you live longer for sure. But, you know, I'm old. And so my main concern now is that people who are older understand the importance of keeping moving. Mm. The yeah. worst thing you can do when you're older is to stop moving. I'm thinking back to those tapes and also some of the looks in them because the 80s were a very... Have you... Are you glad we're done with the 80s excess of beauty? Like, you've seen so many beauty trends. You have to act. They put you in a wig. You get a different haircut. The makeup is this. The makeup is that. Like, the culture has really shifted. Like, what are some of the biggest changes you've seen or you're glad that you never have to do again? Well, in, in the 70s, people didn't... Women didn't wear that much makeup. I mean, I never wore makeup in the 70s. Then in yeah. the 80s, people wore a lot of makeup. And in the 90s... And I don't know anymore now because I'm not part of it. I have no idea. Yeah. Is that is that refreshing to not have to care or to not want to care about that kind of thing and what's going on with trends? I never did too much. You never did. Mm -hmm. Not so much. Um, it used to bother Catherine Hepburn. When we were making on Golden Pond, she was upset with me because she could. she knew I didn't care. And she cared a lot. I mean, she had a look. And she paid a lot of attention, man. If there was someone tall, I, when I showed up the first day to film, I was taller than her, man. She disappeared and came back with platforms <laughs> from, from the thirties. I mean, she was not, she was so, and she came by one day I was on the set and she came up behind me and she took my cheeks between her fingers. And she said, what does this mean to you? You know, she, this, this is your box. She said, this is what presents you to the world. What do you want it to say? I didn't even know what she was talking about. Now, looking back on it, because yeah. I've thought about it so much over the years, she, it upset her that I didn't put, pay more attention to how I looked. And, um, and then when I married Ted Turner, I started paying more attention to how I looked. And that was just, um, once again, you know, being in a relationship and making sure that you were doing what the guy wanted you to do. Um, that was the impetus for when you, when you started doing, you know. It mattered to him. So, so yeah. So one of, you know, your quotes, you know, you have a lot of great quotes, but one of them about beauty really rings, you know, around my head a lot because it's just applicable to so much that we talk about in this podcast. And, you know, I hope I'm getting it right, but I'm going to paraphrase. When somebody asks you how you, you know, maintain your good looks, you said, you know, good genes and a lot of money. And I loved that refreshing kind of honesty and just how direct and frank you were. Um, can you, you know, I think I've kind of said it, but can you speak to that sentiment? Well, you know, I, I am so aware of my privilege you know, the fact that I'm as old as I am and my body doesn't hurt is because I have enough money to have a very, very good physical therapist who works with me when I start to hurt and makes it go away. Mm. And I can afford to have facials. I could afford 
when did I have a facelift? I, it was a while back. I could afford to do that with somebody who was good. Um, you know, I can afford expensive creams. I don't know if they're any better than cheap ones, but you know, when you have money, you know, I look at like just today, I was looking at an article in the paper about, about the horrible things that are happening to refugees in Ethiopia. And I looked at these women faces and they're so beautiful. And I knew that, you know, with a little money, they would be top models. Mm-hmm. M- money means you can, you know, pay more attention to making yourself look good. You know, and and then I'm fortunate enough to have had two good-looking parents, so that helped. So that's the genes part, and yeah, the, I think about the money part a lot. If only everybody had a good physical therapist, oh, yeah, there'd be so much less pain in the world. And it pays into not just like buying face creams or getting surgery, even access to healthy food, right? Access to healthy food, access to air that's safe to breathe so that you can exercise. For I mean, that's how important is that? Access to safe drinking water. These things are, don't exist for tens of millions of people in the world. So I think about that all the time. I just thought of another thing that I haven't thought about till just now, but even the way your smile looks, like I think about the American smile, like how much people spend on their teeth and how white they are. I could have bought a a car with the money I have spent on my teeth. A really nice car. (laughs) A very good car. You're right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, I left the business for 15 years. And and then when I decided with the monster in law that I was going to go back after all this time, I you know I looked at myself in the mirror and my I was getting older. I was in my sixties and my teeth were getting yellow and they were crooked. And I thought, whoa! And so I I had my teeth straight. Well, I had them. What do you call it? You caps like veneered or capped or veneered? Veneers, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this guy in Beverly Hills, and I mean. It was expensive. And that was another thing I kept thinking, God, I'm so lucky I can do this. And, you know, they look real. They don't look like chiclets. Yeah. And like the bias, in, you know, uh, the bias of, of for against people who like don't have good teeth is outrageous. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the amount, it's really nice to hear you talk about this because I think a lot of celebrities, it's not fashionable or like fun to talk about, you know, their privilege. And that's, you know, it's not really like nice red carpet chatter, you know, but <laughs> to hear you talk about your privilege is really refreshing. Are you still, did you get your teeth done again or are those still, are those your, uh, your 60 something teeth? No, I didn't good. No, That was, I didn't, ha- I had that done in 2006. Yeah. Yeah. These like, are them. They're, oh, wow. They're holding good. up. Wow. <laughs> They're holding up, yeah. They're I wonder what Ka- I wonder what Catherine Hepburn would have said about it. She probably would have had a set, right? I don't know. You know, she's those New England Brahmin, old school, old money. They kind of don't do anything, and they kind of let their teeth go. I think she kind of <laughs> let her teeth go. Yeah. She yeah, you can't a- look like you you worked on it, right? It has to just be. Oh, I woke up like this. I can't do her accent. Good Lord. (laughs) So um, let's, you were talking about wellness. Can we talk a little bit about, I know one of your wellness habits happens to be working with Uncle Bud's and CBD. How did that even come about? You probably have your pick of products to endorse. I have a good friend. She's an indigenous woman named Winona LaDuke. 
She lives on indigenous land up in northern Minnesota and, uh, and grows hemp, industrial hemp that you make. Henry Ford made a car out of hemp, okay? And there's a video somewhere of someone trying to dent it with a sledgehammer. They can't. Wow. They can't. It's so strong. And it ran on hemp oil. And, you know, back in the days of George Washington, you know, the founding fathers, mm -hmm. hemp was grown as an important crop. I'm sure they got stoned too, but clothes were made of it. <laughs> and, um, and then because the corporate powers that be said, oh God, you know, we're, we won't be able to make enough money if hemp becomes a big thing because it's too, ch so they outlawed it. So anyway, I like hemp and I smoke, um, you know, that, that vapor, the, the, the oil that mm -hmm. doesn't make you high, yeah, but it helps me go to sleep. Little cannabidiol. Yeah. That. Yeah. And it really works. And, um, and, and so Keely heard about Uncle Bud and got me lined up with, I think it was Keely, it could have been somebody else, introduced me to the Uncle Bud company and they offered me money and I'll do just about anything for money. So I said, sure. And it turned out, I really like it. They have these masks, they, they come in a little packet and, and, and I like them. You can just put them on and there's one for overnight. Most of them aren't overnight. There's also that it helps with them um, when I work out and I get sore, I put on a, I roll on a, it's called Body Revive Roll-On and body lotion and things like that. It's good. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey Love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be Honey Love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Honey Love. 
Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. That's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lotties in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just (laughs) going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. Now, for Uncle Bud, I'm sure people, if they're not already familiar with the product line, they're you know heading over to like their website to look at the product lines. What is the Jane Fonda special? What do you use most? <laughs> what is like your number one product? Well, I the Uncle Bud, I like the masks. I use that the most. Okay, they're all different kinds. I use them. I use, um, as I said, Body Revive Roll On for aches and pains, and I like their body lotion. Okay. Okay, so if we're looking in your medicine cabinet, besides the Uncle Bub, Buds, what keeps you going? I feel like you have a little shadow on for us, and I do appreciate it. A little eyeshadow. I have eyeshadow, mascara. 
I've put light under my eyes. That's the key thing for me is yeah. I sleep nine hours a night, but I'm always dark under my eyes. So putting, eye, you know, a lightening uh, cream under my eyes, I always do that. Like a concealer? Kind of, yeah. Which one I guess that's use? what you call I don't know. Yeah. I've had it for about 20 years. It's probably terrible. I hang <laughs> on to things forever. Wait, the same tube, Jane? It's not a tube. I'm sure it's these a, companies... It's a jar. These companies must send you things, right? You it must get deliveries have... and deliveries. You don't have somebody like unpacking boxes of free stuff for you? I can just imagine all this. Not so like... much. I mean, really? yeah, but not that kind of thing. You know, it's just a little jar and I don't use a lot because it's white. And I just put it here and here. Okay. I, wa- I want to check the expiration on- date on that for you. <laughs> There's nothing written on it. <laughs> it's all faded. <laughs> There's, right. Yes. <laughs> and then what kind of shadow do you have? You have like a nice smoky oh, gray. Here's a, this is blue. Oh. Just because that's what I picked up. But here's the thing. I'll tell you what you'll find is a lot of different lipsticks because when you've got gray hair, um, and I decided. I do. Tell me. Tell me more. Well, but it's just a streak. It's a pretty, it's pretty. It's very pretty. It's, it's coming in though. I'm letting it come in. Yeah, that's good. So what do I need to know when I have the gray hair? Pay attention to lipstick because when you have gray hair, the color of li- you can you can fade away. So you want to have, you know, just the right colors of lipstick and I have a little I like I choose which one to use and I never paid that much attention to lipstick, but now it's, you know, what happens when you get older, probably your demographic that listens to you is not old, but you know, your the the color tends to go. Your lip line tends to well, it becomes like a rough road. Me putting on a <laughs> lip liner is like driving over a gravelly road. <laughs> All the lines, but you know, you you lose your line, you lose your color. Kind of color fades, so yeah. you have to be very aware of what color you're adding on, and you have to do lip liner. I can't just put on you know, uh, like young people do. You can't just go for things. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you have yeah. a favorite that you want to share? Is there like a great lipstick that you love? Somebody sent me. There you go, Jessica. <laughs> just what you said. I got it in the mail and I've never heard of the brand. And, you know, the tubes are all kind of wildly colorful and everything. And I don't, so the, I, that's what I use. It just happened to come in and it's just the perfect color. Oh, excellent. Oh, All right. Okay. Yeah. You are going to be our first interview of the new year for our podcast, and we're very excited about that. We, we were so excited to interview. So at the end of every show, we do a little sort of like a speed round, which is five quick questions, and you are the very first person to do our 2021 speed round, Uh-oh. if you don't mind, if you indulge us. It's very quick, like quick word association. You don't have to think like for more than a second. But if you feel like talking more, go okay. for it. Yes. So Jess is okay, going to go ready? through the question. Okay, yeah. it's very yeah. exciting, James. What is the first beauty product you remember falling in love with? I have no memory of ever falling in love with a beauty product. <laughs> Fair. That is the, the Uncle per- Bud's mask. Yeah, that's a perfect, perfect answer. What quality do you most admire in others? Lack of cynicism. Okay. I like that. Um, If there was one rule you wish everyone would follow, what would it be? Be nice to each other. All right. What else? I want to hear more. Are there others? (laughs) Yeah. You get a bonus one. Getting rid of hatred and bringing in empathy and um, 
learning learning to understand and love people who are very different than yourself, for example. Uh, learning to understand that people who do evil things, that's the language of trauma. They're people who've been traumatized. And you can hate what they do, but don't hate them because you hate is toxic and you end up suffering when you hate. Just have empathy and understanding. Okay. Use the cyn- cynicism. Bring on the empathy. I like that. Okay, number four. <laughs> this is a weird one for you, but I'm going to ask it anyway. If there were to be made a movie made of your life, who would narrate it? Well, I guess you deserve a narrator too. Who would give voice to even, your story Yeah, even for Jane you? gets a narrator. <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe my son... My son, Troy Garrity, he's an actor. He's 46. Because he has so much love in him. Or Eve Ensler, the writer. Okay. Those are good. I don't know. We'll split the duties yeah. between them. Yeah. Excellent. And then what is the most played track on your playlist right now? Oh, what's the soundtrack of your life? What song? Playlist? Yeah. I don't have one. <laughs> No, I don't have, I don't listen to music. You don't listen to music? Do you have a favorite song? You know, I'm really kind of, you know, Bonnie Raitt, Linda Ronstadt, James. I'm very 70s, 60s, 70s. Okay, okay. With with music. Um, you know, there's there are performers who interest me, like Taylor Swift and Lady Gaga, but I don't listen to their music. That's all right. Is there, okay, maybe like, is there a song that would play in the movie of your life? Oh, I know. My favorite music is uh, Reverend Al Green. Okay, okay. There's nothing sexier. And then Harry Nielsen, his album is one of my favorite albums. See, I, I, I had a lover... Maybe it was five years ago or something. Mm-hmm. I was with him for a few years, and he's a music producer. So I, I listened to a lot of music when I was with him, and I learned a lot about music, and I learned about Harry Nielsen, and I love Harry Nielsen. And does yeah. this remind you of that of that time? Or now it's just yours for you? No, it's just, it's just I like it. But yeah. I don't, see, because I write a lot, and I read a lot, and I can't write and read if I'm playing music. Absolutely. Now, one of my husbands, I have three and he always, I mean, like he'd write a book in a summer and there would be one, like one summer, it was all Olivia Newton-John. That's what he listened to all summer while he wrote. I can't do that. Yeah. It's hard to he- hear words while you're writing words. I don't understand yeah. how people do that. Can't do it. No, no. Dead silence. Dead silence. Okay. Jane, thank you so much for your time. God, is that it? Okay. Yeah. Was that pain? I mean, wasn't that painful, right? No. <laughs> but you know, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you wanted to do Zoom. I don't ever want to make a normal. I hate phones. Like I, I'll do anything to avoid calling somebody on a phone. I love Zoom. I why like do to you see, why, oh, you, you like to see the person? See who I'm talking to. <laughs> I'm. I. I never. This is my life from now on. Is is staying home and being on Zoom. So do you want to, when you meet people in the future, like for, you know, promotions, do you want to meet them in hotels anymore? Or are you like, no, I'm doing Zoom. We'll do Zooms, a day of Zooms. I think Zooms. <laughs> or they come to me. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm so used to not going out. I'm, I'm not going to go to hotels and meet anybody. I know. I think you this know. has changed the game for a lot of people probably. Yeah, I think so yeah, too. I know. 
Well, thank you so much. This was really great yeah, to meet we you. We really appreciate yeah, your time. Yeah, this is major. Fat mascara. You know, Jen, you are right. You don't forget it. But it is very weird. <laughs> What a conversation. That was, it was actually surreal. Did you get the feeling as you were, I was looking at her, like bouncing around her kitchen before we got started. And I was like, first of all, this woman has like the energy of a 40 year old, which is like younger than me, (laughs) seriously. But that was really, really cool. Like, I don't know. I was into it. Yeah. No, it was very um, surreal, strange feeling to be talking to Jane Fonda. Yeah. I've been watching her my whole life and seeing her like, Every time there's like a big environmental movement and she's out at the front, and I'm like, oh my God, it's Jane Fonda. Anyway, uh, she mentioned some of her favorite Uncle Bud's products. If you didn't hear at the beginning of the show, Uncle Bud's is giving you guys a discount code in honor of this interview. So you can get 30% off your order at their website, which is unclebudshemp.com and use the code Jane30 for 30% off your entire order, which is like such a deal. Like stock up on all the stuff she was talking about. And now it's time for our raise a wand. Who's going Ready. first? Yeah. Okay. Can Me? I go? You? Yeah. Actually, go. Wait. I, I, no, you go first. Cause well, I'll go, I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. Um, mine is a film. Okay. So I saw this last night and I need to talk about it. Now, regular listeners of the show will know how I feel about retail and specifically about malls. You know, she loves I'm them. Self. She loves them both. She feels sad that they're dying. She's going to support them till the end, bringing yes. everybody up to yes. speed. Go yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know how I felt when the Freehold Raceway Mall Nordstrom closed in New Jersey. Um, and I just, I, I get really emotional. Retail took a huge hit this year. And I think people think that retail just means, you know, the local Banana Republic, you know? So many jobs re- like depend on retail. Like it's the packing. It is the, it's behind the scenes. It's like, you know, it's not just like the cashier at the front. You know, it, there's a long trail to retail. And I forgot what the stat is, but like retail is a tremendous amount of jobs in the United States. And we know how many we're losing because of the pandemic. I happened to stumble upon this movie on Amazon Prime last night called Jasper Mall. It's a documentary okay. that came out in 2020, 2020 before the pandemic. So it's actually really um, un, un, like really strange timing. And it's about this dying mall in Alabama called Jasper Mall. Now, the documentary doesn't get into the why of why this mall is dying. It's just really like a very slice of life um, portrait of this mall that like has, you know, each store is just falling out one by one and like mm-hmm. different different stores like trying to hang on and the people who come there. Yeah, what a like community. Out. Like yeah. It sounds like a community story. Yeah. It, 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 thank you, Jen. Like that's like the word I'm looking for. And when it was, when the documentary was over, I felt really sad um, as I knew I would. And I said to Jeff, I was like, this reminds me of this conversation that I had with my friend whose wife was going to study library sciences. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Why is she, you know, what's, what's drawing her to library science? And he was like, and he went to this whole story about how libraries are really one of the last 
areas in a community where people can come oh. and congregate where like doesn't matter what your socioeconomic yeah you know stance is it's always open it's like one of the few places in a in a town where like everyone is welcome and no indoors questions. yeah besides like a park yeah exactly yeah. indoors indoors yeah. and that i i had this immediate connection the mall was like where the Christmas with Santa comes, where the Easter Bunny is, where like people perform, like in this movie, like there was like you know where you music- go on dates, like yeah, your first date, <laughs> exactly. Meet your friends. Musicians came, their old people came, and they played checkers and chess, and like someone died, and like they didn't have a play, you know, someone died like in the old people group, and like they weren't sure if they wanted to play anymore. Aww. Like it's a it's a community center, and I felt like the mall is not really about retail. It's not really about buying stuff. It's about a community center. And when I think about the pandemic and you think about like the wealth inequality and where are people coming to come together just as a community? There are fewer and fewer places. Yeah. And I was thinking what makes me so upset about malls being gone. I think people are like, oh, why does this woman care so much about like Nordstrom being gone? This That's woman. N- yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, nobody needs to buy overpriced, you know, clothes anymore or like fast fashion. It's not about that. It's about where are old people coming to walk in the morning? Where are people mm-hmm. going to take their kids no, to see Santa? No, it sounds lovely. And I love so, a documentary. Yeah. So so that to me is like, I, I was able to like, I watched this movie and I was able to crystallize like why I get so upset. That's the best documentaries. They like tell you why you're feeling why you are and give you the story and the why and the how. And I think that's yeah. awesome. I'm going yeah, to get that watch. Yeah, they didn't spell it out. It was like I was able to see it. It was it was the community aspect. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I think you guys should check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. It's an hour and a half. Um, it, it's re- I, I felt really moved. So Jasper Mall. Please enjoy. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, I'm coming in hot with a beauty brand because I couldn't Ooh. pick one product and they only have a few products. Uh, I also thought it was appropriate because I think Jane was our first octogenarian we've had on the show. So this brand is called 1999, 19, and then a slash 99. It grew from this idea these two women had about making a makeup brand that was inclusive of all ages and all attitudes, like from age 19 to 99. And I got their color one kit. It has three pencils. They're thin pencils, not chubby pencils. Literally red, a peachy color, and brown. And I was like... What it like, there's not much <laughs> to it, but I thought it would be a fun little challenge and a non liquid challenge for my travels to take this and do my makeup with it here in Germany, where I'm traveling to. And I've really been enjoying it, it's a little bit pricey, but then I was like, you know what? I have used this pencil so much, it's like snuck up on me, the brown one specifically. And I want to raise a wand to it because I like the premise of they work on people of any ages. And I also like the idea that like three pencils could do all your makeup because you can mix the red and brown. You can contour with the brown. You could put the peach on the inner rims of your eyes or use it mixed with the brown for like a blush or mixed with the red. And they work anywhere and you can blend them in. They're not too dry, not too wet. They're just like a great texture. That's cool. It's just super, super simple. And I don't know, it just felt like nice and tidy and a cool way to start the year. Um, And I want to raise a wand to the concept and how well I think they executed it. I think that's a really cool concept. 1999 for 2021. All right, guys, we'll we'll see you on Tuesday. And we're working on our sign-off, by the way, just so you know. So we're going to be trying off some some sign-offs of the show. Yeah, watch out. Um, Yeah. So that's our first one. Tell us if you like it. Watch out. (laughs) No, 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 no. We'll start next week, right? Okay. All right. All right. Bye.
We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 